Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Modern Misconceptions, episode four, where we get spooky with these stories. And we got our special guest here, Peach Roan. Peter, how you doing over there? I'm doing good. I'm doing good, Jamie. Doing good? Uh, it's, been my, it's been my dream to be on Modern Misconceptions. <laughs> I, got, I got to tell you. <laughs> well, we're glad to have you here, of course. And we're always with the one and only James Patterson from Portland, Oregon. How you doing over there? You, you, you. Are you sure this is episode four? It is episode four, it's not man. Three? We've been, no, we've been slacking. We've done three episodes. Oh my gosh. What I know. I know. Well, you know, but, that's what you know what they say. Time flies when you're baking pies. When you're baking pies, having fun. So I guess does anyone over here have any good Halloween stories or do we have any uh favorite movies to watch during the Halloween holidays? Uh Halloween Town. Is that your favorite? Halloween Town. It's <laughs> my favorite one, man. Disney <laughs> Town all the way. It's a classic. It is a classic. Let's see, when is it? It's a 1998 film, Disney Channel movie. Yes. World premiere, good. October 17th. They had the big event on TV. And, and when was this? Sounds right. Sounds so we were like four years old. Yeah. Yeah. It is a good four movie. Four or five. Peter, is there any scarier movies? Like, Oh, jeez. I mean, I like The Nightmare Before Christmas, but is, is that a Christmas movie or a Halloween movie? Uh. <laughs> you know what I mean? I say it's more Christmas Halloween. Movie. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I can but, see that being Halloween. I can see that. It's Halloween town, you know? <laughs> What about like the the classics? The sh- yeah, that's see, what the Shining. Thinking. Yes, and Scream, and keep listing them off. So, creepers. Well, okay, so it brings me to like a good point. Which I, I, is it? Is it just me, or have scary moviers gotten less scary with CGI? Even though, even though the monsters themselves are a lot scarier looking. Because of the CGI, the movies themselves no longer make you feel scared. And its I don't even think it's because we're older. I think it's something to do with the control. Like, we kind of know what to expect. Whereas yes. when when we were younger and go, you would go to see a, a horror movie, it was, like, unnerving because you're like, oh, I don't know what I'm about to see. Like, I'm about to see Final some, like, crazy stuff. Yeah, Final Destination is a good one because you had no clue what the there's no monster. Yeah, yeah exactly. No monster. Those are those are the scariest ones. When you never see the monster is when you're actually scared because fear comes from the unknown. And so that's what... when you when these new horror movies, like I loved the new It movies, they they were super yes. great, and I thought they were super well done to tell the yep. story. But they yes. were not scary at all because. 80% of screen time there's a monster on screen. So by yep. the time by the time the movie's reached its climax you're like, "Oh, that's just Pennywise. He's been here the whole time." <laughs> like, yeah, it's whatever. He's fine. I know him with the crazier CGI face. Yeah, exactly. You're like, "Oh, here's here's CGI Pennywise. We've been hanging out with him for the past hour. Like, what's he going to do next?" Whereas like Blair Witch Project you literally did not see the witch the whole movie and you're like, "Oh, in your brain you're like, Oh my god! I wonder what this witch looks like. It's got to be like the most terrifying thing. Like you your, get scared. your brain runs. Yeah, you're it's like, a suspense. I, I can't even and, predict what this thing could look like. And that also, all these new age like horror movies or any like scary movie, it's just predictable. Like you said, that's the end of the day. We need to make think out of the box, literally out of the box, and just give us something that's not as predictable. Stop making the reruns of Chucky. Stop doing all the fucking. We hate the reruns. Like if they're good, <laughs> you just you just made it better. We understand the game gets better, right. but to think of some new content, there's some writers out there. Like we're going to see today, the finest of Reddits, but they're good in a novelty <laughs> sense. Those remakes are exactly. good in a novelty sense. If you're a fan of Chucky, cool, make me another Chucky movie. But nobody is thinking that that is going to be scary. Like nobody is seriously mm-hmm. lying awake at night anymore wondering about Chucky because they've seen him too much. We've he's I've seen him. He he's 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 a known he's been character. Around. Yeah. 
he was so the first Chucky movie was so scary because they didn't even really show you Chucky in the previews for the movie. They kind of just showed his little hair and like the face when it yep. before it turned, and maybe you got like a, a second flash of when he like changes, but you just you didn't see it until shit was going down. You're right. You're right. All right, guys, are you ready to kick this off? I just have I have. I'm going to pretty much be doing, this is a Jay Link mandate. Jay Link mandate. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to pretty much raffle off these scary stories that I've pretty much found. The boys are going to comment over here on what I see, but I just wanted to, this one hit my heart. And this one is going to hit a lot of your hearts because we use this almost every day. He's been in our life growing up. And the title of this one goes Mr. Clean. (laughs) By Keenum XP, Reddit. Mr. Clean was a great man. He cleaned for you. The man has given us the best cleaning supplies yet. <laughs> we never say thank you when he cleans our walls, dishes, and floors. <laughs> he was never appreciated for his greatness. Years of this generous acts and never appreciated. Only mocked because of how bald he was. <laughs> One day, Johnny's house was dirty. So when he went to the store to buy some some Mr. Clean products, <laughs> when Johnny arrived at the store, all the Mr. Clean products were gone. Johnny couldn't believe his eyes. So Johnny asked the store manager what has happened. The store manager replied with a disgusting face and a solemn expression on his eyes, sunk into the bags, the back of his black abyss. We don't sell that anymore, he replied with such a tone. Johnny was startled from... That's us. (laughs) I know. Johnny was startled from the reply. So Johnny decided to buy some OxyClean. What? (laughs) He's just like, whatever. Like, why weren't you buying OxyClean in the first place? I don't even think they do the same thing. No. Well, we're just going (laughs) to pretend that... Johnny's dumb. (laughs) Johnny just doesn't know how to clean. When Johnny arrived home, (laughs) everywhere was cleaned. Johnny didn't have any roommate, family members, or visitors at the home. Johnny ignored it and sat on his couch to get some rest. Johnny was awoken from a strange sound. And as Johnny walked closer and closer to the sound, appeared to sound more profound, the rhyme, as, <laughs> as he kept walking, he heard the words, Mr. Clean, Mr. Clean, in an aggressive, violent, well, I didn't say that right. An aggressive and violent, but then it snugged beautifully. Johnny then turned his head. There he finds bald, burly, and beautiful, dangly earring hanging from the man's ear. The man stared at Johnny. Johnny was about to reach through his pocket for a knife, but the man grabbed his arm and winked at Johnny. The man had been... The man had, I winked at him. That's what he used to do. The man had vanished. The, vibe, huh? and, <laughs> the man had vanished, and all that was left was a Mr. Clean magic eraser shower on the ground. Johnny smiled, and as a tranquilizing and quick tear dropped from his eye, the end. So he actually—it was a happy ending. He just—he yes. just delivered him a magic eraser. Is all that really happened. I, I, I'm not scared. I'm not scared at all. <laughs> this was a good story. This was wholesome. Why is this even yeah. creepy pasta? I don't know. It's that was wholesome. That was like, uh, you know, you know what? Just because, just because we before we were recording, guys, we, we just came up with this story and I found it, and it's just beautiful. Like it's just beautiful. Let's just read it off here. This is from Scary Stories Reddit, Lava Cast, and this goes: Never leave your friends in the tunnels. all right here we go boys here we go (laughs) to put this into some context me and about eight friends were fairly deep into the catacombs if you don't know what this is to sum it up briefly ancient tombs under france very creepy stuff anyway some friends and i (laughs) thought it would be a great idea to to travel into said catacombs and leave out the quotation marks and then and (laughs) In brackets, this was this was the 90s, when true graffiti had become very popular. Close bracket. So, 
Oh, it took. I'm, I'm trying not to laugh. Exactly. I can hear Jamie. I can hear Jamie in the other room. I just. <laughs> yeah, Pete's over here in the East Coast studios, but we'll continue this scary story. So, it took us a while, but we managed to find one of the entrances already half graffitied. We went deeper, where there were hardly any graffiti. We recorded it, and we were having lots of fun, spraying here and there. Looking back on it now, it was a very stupid idea, but we were only 18 to 23. One of our friend's flashlight ran out, so he decided to go back up. He said he remembered the way, and he assured us not to worry, and he would wait for us in the cafe, I or LLJA, which was very close to the entrance. I don't know what that is. Dude, French, French people are so weird. They're just like, yeah, we're chilling at the catacombs. And then I went to the cafe. Yeah, I'm going to meet you. I'll, I'll be at the cafe. Don't worry. And said, we never saw him again. I occasionally think about him. Even 26 years later, this is a true story. I think you can look it up and find it. I won't supply names for privacy's sake. But never, and I say never, leave your friend's group with in a deep tunnel or alleyways etc <laughs> in or alleyways that's he's like also don't do drugs kids yeah. <laughs> like, just adds on to the end like stay away from alleyways just that's that's from another experience he had right, right. yeah <laughs> something else there oh my that's god hilarious. that's hilarious that, that, yeah, that's a good one all right teenage but i can't find any Oh, the missing man in the Paris cat. Is that is it a true story? Unresolved, yada yada. Ledge footage. Okay, early nineteen nineties. That that oh. checks out. Minute and a half. Maybe somebody saw this video. Okay, and yeah, that's what I'm thinking, and decided to write. Because I was wondering, is it an actual disappearance? Because like that, the way the story reads. Like it, it has some good bones to it, but the way yeah. the story reads, that kid okay, could have totally just not, not liked his friends. He could have been yeah. like, "Dude, my friends suck. I'm gonna fucking ditch them." And then they just never hit him up again. And they were like, "Dude, a ghost must have taken it." And that was his way out of his friendship. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> something like that. Or he's like, I don't know, like got into drugs or something. Somebody offered him heroin on the way home, and they just never saw him again. <laughs> But it had some good. It had a good start. I feel like yeah. that could be a good basis for a horror story. Yeah, it just you, it just fizzled out. The friend just kind of left. Like, yeah, it was if, real. <laughs> if the friend actually like went somewhere in the catacombs and like turned into something, got bitten by something, or even turned into it, like nah, zombies are old. But turned it into something. added like one scream too. Yeah. Like oh, we heard a scream and then we left. Boom. Instantly scary, or somebody screams. <laughs> You're right. You want me to move on to this one? This yeah. one is. This I think one that, is we could we could rewrite one that one later. Yeah, we could rewrite that. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Pete? Did you hate it? I've already heard it. I've heard it once, <laughs> I've heard it once and it wasn't scary that time. I heard Sorry. it twice. Still wasn't that scary. <laughs> no. All right, this one's gonna scare you, Pete, because this All one's right. for you. <clears throat> And this one comes from the scary short stories on Reddit. <sighs> Let me get into the character for this one. Hold on. The title reads, It was just an ordinary trip to CVS. <laughs> to CVS. It's already scary. I know. I was just stalked the entire time I was at CVS by a tall, intimidating man who could, who could easily overpower me. It was I tried... <laughs> I tried to avoid him the best I could, but he continued to follow me through the store. I even told the staff how uncomfortable I felt, and they sent someone to talk to him and seized the oversized backpack he was carrying around the store. As I exited the store, he didn't even bother to check out at the register, and instead, he followed me outside. I searched for my car keys as, I quick, as quickly as I could, but struggled to find them. They got closer closer and he was almost running towards me while I fumbled through my purse looking for my keys realizing I had nothing in it to protect myself from him my heart was racing and he lunged at me tonight I am so lucky a force was protecting me because a security guard chased him as he attempted to grab me while he turned his head 
I jumped in my car, locked the doors, and sped out of the parking lot. How'd you get the keys first? My hands, <laughs> my hands are shaking. As a woman, we need to remember to always carry something with us for our own protection. Whether whether it be mace, a weapon, a whistle, a taser, whatever. The this word, the word. This one's not even a ghost story. This right, is right. a normal Friday right. night. And right. I, yeah, the world is crazy right now, and people are acting out because of it. Please be safe and always aware of your surroundings. I am thankful for that security guard. You saved my life tonight, and I am forever grateful. All right, that was not even a scary story. What was that? Well, no, it was because it's like, but that just happens all the time, and I'm not trying to normalize it, but I, tr I knew a girl who it was um, one of my middle school teachers, her daughter, some dude tried to abduct her at Publix. And I was, and you're what? thinking like, oh gosh, like what is like her little daughter, like 12 or something? Like, no, she was 21. She was like our age. Some yeah. dude literally at Publix tries to pick her up. He literally grabs her and picks her up and starts walking her, her to his car. And then a bunch of other people had to start coming and like beating on the dude to get her to drop, to get him to drop her. Like in just broad daylight, <laughs> like oh my God. totally just picked her up, and that was like a true story. It was in the news and everything, and I was like, completely, just a, like down the street from me, the Publix. I can't believe that. I mean, you just don't, but honestly, like you just don't think it to happen. Like you, you honestly, it's like normalized. Like you do think it's gonna happen, but now I feel like it's been so good that people are just like taking all these kids. Well, and yeah, that's the scary part. And but. abduction, abductions are even scarier than like murders. It's, like it's yeah, it's like nobody knows because like there's there's no animal scarier than a human. Like you could exactly. get taken if a if a bear dragged you back to its cave, it would be way less scarier than a human dragging you back to their cave. Like you don't know what is going to happen. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like they yeah. can be creative. It could be Pete. Naked. <laughs> Naked at, there. A, at a festival. Let's not go there. All right. He looked like a beast out there. The story isn't. I'm not going to say the story because we're going to save that one. I got to get Brian on here to save that one. That's one of the gems. Speaking of uh, like abductions and stuff, here's, here's one. Do you want to hear what it's titled? Hmm. True Scary Story from Facebook. I really think it's true. Do you guys want to listen to this one? I, I, I believe it. Okay, let's give it a go. Pete, you okay over there? Sounds legit. Okie dokie. All right. I am 17 years old. Oh, no. And everyone... <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking terrifying. <laughs> okay, so... It's, it's just true, though. I, <laughs> I am 17 years old, and everyone says I cannot live without my phone. Oh, I knew it. <laughs> I am living in a big town with a lot of dangers. I live in a big town with a lot of dangers. I said it twice. Most of the day, I am chatting with girls from my area that I don't know. Oh, it's a dude. I know that is a little dangerous because I don't know them. But when I see some of the girls and friends with people I know, I accept the request to talk. Ooh, okay. <laughs> One day I, I received a friend request from a really hot girl. She was from another city. I already know but I, I, Nobody I, receives I, friend requests from really hot girls. <laughs> but I was sure that was never, never be so close to hang out. When I accepted her request, a new message arrived. It was my first time chatting with an older hot girl than me. Every day we talked about our lives. We had also exchanged phone numbers, but we never talked on the phone. Oh my God, catfished here, right? Every time I called her, she was telling me that she was with her parents or she had to do a lot of homework. But this was not the problem for me because we could chat. What? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Everything looks great, right? Well, now starts the scary part of the story. I was addicted to her. She was like... <laughs> he's 17. Yes, he's 17, right? <clears throat> I was addicted to her. She was like a drug for me. I'm sure that you cannot understand what I mean, but I couldn't live without her, and I understand this now. After two months, the time came. She asked me to go out with her because she would come to my city. 
I was excited and we decided to go to a remote and infamous park. It was not a problem for me. It was not. <laughs> Why is it infamous? I'm really curious. I'm reading this word from word for this. I thought he was going to explain the infamous part. He's just like, we me went too. to an infamous park. Hopefully he explains later, but <laughs> it was not a problem for me, the place, but the time. She said to me that she wanted to meet her at 1 a.m. I was sure something is wrong, and I convinced myself that I will not go there. At the moment, though, I saw a strange message. She had started to flirt, and I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> this is a 43-year-old guy that's going to jump out on this guy. I know, this All is right. set enough to be. Alright, here we go. I had just I done the worst... No, <laughs> Me too. I had just done the worst mistake in my life. I agreed. And we would meet each other. I thought she wanted to do me weird, some weird stuff. So this was the reason she had chosen this place. But I wanted to go with one of my friends to this park. Oh no. Uh, the moment had come at 23.30 my friend. All right, so this is what I don't understand with the story. They one, she said, he said 1 a.m. And now he's changing the military time. So he said, <laughs> you know what I mean? And then he changed the back, watch. The moment had come at 23.30. My friend, Jim, came to my house. We couldn't wait to, we couldn't wait. So we went into the park with his father's car. At midnight, we were outside of the park. I said goodbye to my friend and I went in the park. Okay, great reading or great writing. It was really dark place and it was really quiet. I swear that I could hear my blood circulate in my veins. I was playing with my phone, so it was already 1 a.m. See, now it's 1 a.m. Suddenly, I heard a very heavy breath in a small distance from me. I was hearing the breath coming closer and closer. I looked behind me and I saw a strong man with a knife. I did not know what to do. I panicked and started running. I had never run so fast. He was following me and I didn't know where to go. I saw my friend and there I told him, turn on the car. We left as fast as we could. My friend told me that he thought something was wrong with this girl, so he decided not to leave me alone. I, when we went home, I saw one message from the girl. It says, why the fuck did you run? Well, yeah, I got real at the end there. That's... <laughs> just, just, so that one to me, that, that he was just being rude because that... He, that, that girl was just, she has uh, images. She could have sliced an apple. She could have been slicing apples. Oh, it was, she was just hanging out, yeah, <laughs> slicing their apples for their picnic is what I was going to say. And he just exactly. assumes she's a man, <laughs> runs away, and she's like, why the fuck did you run away? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> simple as that. He's just, he just got with a really ugly girl. Yeah, and he just got pretty much catfish there. <laughs> Case closed. <laughs> 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 it's close. A, tr a true scary story from Facebook. That's what we get. Oh, man. So, what about like real life ones? Like, I feel like, all right, I feel like we've had some. Uh, not that those aren't. So, we, we don't know the credibility of those, but uh, what do we have? That's like we told ghost stories last time. Do you have any ghost stories? I like. We have some ghost stories. James, that is going to come up here at the end of October, closer to um, Halloween. We have a special guest, Emily, and she's going to come in and tell us a couple great ghost stories that are real, true to the heart, pretty scary, really scary, actually. But at the for me, I don't have anything. I have, I have some creepy things that I've found in my life and things that I've felt. I can tell you a story about me and my sister in Canada. Would yeah. you guys like to hear it? Yeah, even if it's not ghosts or anything, just any any stories yeah, in general. That's just like off this topic, the freaking creepy pasta bullshit. Not real. <laughs> All right, but no, I like the creepy pastas. They're like an art form for themselves. <laughs> yeah, they're writing for the art. But at the end of the day, this is where my grandma lived in a trailer park in Canada, Saint Catharines, Ontario. It was called Big Valley, and we would go. Me, and my sister. Every summer, we would go up there and visit my grandma, and she had a trailer out there, and we would, you know, everything was cool, like, at all Smoke woods. Are, yeah, we could have done that, but we were, we were really young, though. <laughs> we were really young at the time, but she was. And But the thing about Big Valley is, like, literally, it was, like, 
a 30 foot, excuse me, 30 foot decline to get like into the valley. And like, literally like you're surrounded by the woods. And like, if you go through the woods one way, it's like to a community pool. Like you have to go pretty far, like a half a mile into the woods. And then it'd be a community pool. So like we explored around there. We hear coyotes at night. And there was one morning that me and my sister went over because they had cows like right by like the front leasing office. It's really sketchy. You could film a movie here. It's so sketchy. And it's like a little, it's just a bowl. The whole place is a bowl. Like you can fill it up with water, milk or cookies, whatever you want to do. But me and my sister were by the cows and we went over to the woods over there. And like towards that side and we were just walking and trying to find new paths. And by this time we at least walked a mile and then we saw like a skull on a, on a tree. It was like the one with the horns and a skull on a tree. And it like had like a marking above the top of it. I mean, it's me and my sister kind of were like, what's that? What's that? And she's like, Oh my God. Yeah. It was like, it was like a, a bull skull, like a cow skull, like from out in the cow pastures out there, like where the cows were roaming. The satanic symbol or something. Yes. It was kind of just like that, Peter. It reminded me of that. I got scared. And then literally right to the right, my sister's like, Oh my God, there's a fort. Someone had built this fucking fort, dude, in the like, in the back of the woods of this big, like a big valley. It's like I'm telling you, like half a mile in there, and this big fort. You can climb up to it with ropes. They had a whole bunch of different animals, skulls pinned on trees, and like just like red, red like spray paint writing, satanic symbols, and all. It was like so creepy. And like we went up there, we climbed up there, and I was like, I just felt like I was being watched. And like me and my sister, I was looking at like because they had a bigger like of the cow skull like right in front of us when you got up to the top of the little tree house right there, big ass, like big ass with horns and everything and like a little satanic symbol above it. I mean, it was pretty cool, but when we were young in the middle of the woods, like you never know what's going to happen. Watched. And that's what I felt like. It's like someone in the woods, the hills have eyes. And like, I never like slept the same coming back because we showed my grandma, we came back and like, we found this fort in the woods, found this fort in the woods. And like brought my grandma back there and she's like, what the hell are you guys doing back here? Well, you guys, how'd you guys get all the way back here? We showed her and she's like, we got to go. We got to go. We got to go. That's all I remember her saying. She's like, no, get off of there. We got to go. I guess she like told the dude up front. The dude went back with me and my sister and my grandma. We had to show him where it was. And then I don't know what happened after that. Like I was young. We just, everything was fine. But I just remember like it was sketchy. Like something was going on, like cow mutilations, like. UFO abductions, I don't know. Or just yeah, it's crazy. On the like, if you haven't been to Canada or just the big wilderness, it's crazy to see how vast and like scary it is. Yeah. There's so it's much like, space where you could just go. There's probably so many people living off the grid like that. 100%. And just like we were at, Peter and I today went with Jack's over to um what park was it washingham park you remember, yeah you remember yeah. washingham james yeah yeah with the lake and everything yeah we haven't been there in forever so yeah, that was nice we were walking back and we went to the second playground we took jacks back on the trail we're walking back there and we go into the woods area everything's cool it's a really nice trail peter and i enjoy the time jacks is cool running around and we get all the way back there and there's like signs and there's like our fence and we're like, all right, which way do we go? Left or right? There's a big fence, and there's like an alleyway, which was like a dirt alleyway, and there was like a house, like a, a house, ranch house. Yeah, people's houses. And I was like, what is this? It's like, if you ever seen the documentary Helltown, it's kind of like these parks could be like hidden for cryptids. And we saw like, turn, like, we made a right, okay? And we saw like broken down trees on the way there, but we made a right at that intersection, walked all the way to the right where the back fence was, and we can see this ranch. And we saw the ranch, and over to the right was about 12 metal poles bent in half. Oh, yeah, all bent. There's a tire. Just Off tire the there. Just 12 yeah, metal bol- poles just weird. bent. All these, crazy. Trees were, all these trees were broken. You know. Yeah, and, P- and Peter's like, just like what you said, the wilderness up in Canada, Pete's like, you could probably stuff a body here. Like, and I was like, <laughs> that's, you know how I, that's what I was thinking in Canada. I was like, nobody would ever find anything out here. It's just too big. Nobody was maintaining of, it. Nobody was cutting the palm trees or anything. So you would never, you know, I don't know. you would never find it unless you smelled it or the right. vultures came. So we 
we saw and at the in the intersection there was a, a sign with a v and i was like something's they're marking this like people are marking this and back here so we turned around went back the other way and i was like and we, we just started seeing like these i was like that's when peter said oh you could dump a body it's not maintained and i was like yeah you can mark it by like hey there's these two trees just walk right back there you do it and then we look over the right i'm like what is this trail like it's why a little is there alleyway a it's just a little yeah. alleyway and like it looks like a I don't even know. We don't even. Don't even know. It looked it looked sketchy at first, right? And it's like a fence, and then an alleyway, and then another fence, like in people's backyard. It was weird, and it was just like I was like, "What is that?" And we kept walking back over the back the other way, and I, I noticed to the right. I was like, "Oh, there's shit on the ground." And Mounds then, like a mound of it. Like yeah, it was like a mound of shit. And then Peter saw another one. And he's like, "Oh man, there's probably horse trails." Because me and him were trying to solve like a detective right. mystery. Exactly. There's cryptids here. Like, right. And Pete's like. All right, he sees a, a second one. He's like, "That's probably horse shit." And I was like, "Oh, okay, maybe it's a horse trail." He—that's what he's. Peter said, "He's like, hey, it's maybe it's a horse trail." And I was like, "Yeah." I was like, "Like, we'll we'll chalk it up to that. Maybe it's not. Like, maybe it's something else." Literally, not even forty-five seconds later, Peter's like, "What's that?" I see something in the distance. I was like, "See, see something coming up," and I was like, "What? What is this?" I thought and it was a golf a- cart first. I thought it was a golf cart with like a with some like uh, park ranger in it or something like that, but. Yeah, and it's a it's a fucking horse <laughs> by itself, or somebody was riding it. <laughs> someone was someone was riding. It. Yes, yeah, just making sure. Someone was riding it, and then like like she like stopped, and it was like she's like, "You want to pet him?" Because I had jacks, I'm like, like holding jacks, and like we're like, yeah. And she brought the horse over, and we petted the horse, but we were like so like far into the woods, like you would never see that, like just a random horse. Goes, goes, I don't think anybody walks back there. No, you know, right. trail walks back there. It was some hidden little spot, right by the huge mound area. <laughs> All right, Pete, are you ready for there? <laughs> All right, so Peter has a story that I forgot to, I even forgot about, but it's about well, we when went we to school you... at the same time. You know, when you know we were we were probably you were probably there. I know. I remember after school care we were together <clears throat> at St. Jude's. Tell us this story when the old buildings were there. We were at after school care at St. Jude's. Uh, there's some. There were some old buildings. They used to. They're, they're all knocked down now, but uh, one of the old buildings used to be uh, like a nun for all the nuns to stay at. Mm-hmm. And we were after school care, and I had to go to the bathroom. And the bathrooms were right outside this nun house. Oh, I remember. And I just remember looking. I came out of the bathroom with one of my. Someone was with me. One of my buddies, and. Uh, John Rowe. Out towards the, the little, the, little uh, the nun house, like behind one of the pillars, for like a split second, I saw like a nun, like a nun with like white, all white face, in the black, the black gown, like poking its head oh. around the, around the, uh, the pillar. And then I looked, and I, I remember, I, like I was like frightened by it, and then I like, looked back, and it was gone. I remember, it was. I remember it vividly, vividly. She stared into your soul. It might have been you, Jamie, with me. I don't. I don't remember, but remember, but I just. I. I was probably there, like, and after, like, after school camp. But somebody I just else, remember you telling me. Saw me. Saw was with me, and he saw it too. I just can't That's remember his creepy. name. Yeah. Maybe it was Nick K. Could <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't know if Nick K did after school care. You're right. Could have been. I was thinking uh, John Rowe. There were a few people that did after school care. Could have been like Nick McLean, or something. Nick McLean. Who else? Drew? Could have been Drew, yeah. All right. Well, that was it. I was, I mean, that's just one, you know, scary story. So it was like, like that scene in every horror movie where you like do a double take and then it's gone the second time. The building, the building was so eerie. Like, Jamie, we used to go in there for, uh, for special events and stuff like that. You, you remember yeah. that? We go in that building uh, for, for Title One, which was like a special program they had. Yeah. Cool. And a weird vibe, just an old building old, from like weird, the 1950s. Empty, em- every room's empty. It was all dark in there every time you go in there. Yeah, and they, just one one section of it worked. And that was where the bathrooms were and the little water fountain was. Yeah, yeah. You had to go all the way around that corner. And there was the bathrooms. I'm so glad they knocked it down. Even in the li- the, li- the library, it was was creepy too. It was all, it was all creepy. Ugh. But it's all different now. It's only, I think yeah. there's only one original building, and that one's still creepy. It has a creepy. That's the library one. No, actually, it's the no, main one. No, it's the main one where all the classrooms were. 
But still, yeah. that one was creepy. Like going up the stairs, they're like all green and upstairs was creepy up there. Yeah, you're right. I, and the bathrooms were like old, weird. Yeah. Like like the Harry Potter bathroom or something like that. I don't even know how to say that. <laughs> I, I, I promise you, it's, it was weird. All, all tiles, nuts. <laughs> all right. Well, you ready for this one, guys? I'm it's funny. It funny. It's, it's, it's just right across the street. I could I could look at it right now. I know. We're right. That's a uh, East Coast for, Studios. Uh, East Coast Studios. <laughs> don't tell them we're East Coast Studios. <laughs> <yet>. <laughs> All right, here we go. We're going back to the creepy pastas. It's not really creepy oh, pasta, yeah. but creepy they're pizza. creepy pizza. Yeah, I like that. That's the title. <laughs> That's gonna be the title of this episode. All right, here we go. This one is by Irwin Blackthorn. <clears throat> Let me take a drink for this one. Oh yeah, what are we drinking? Yeah. Coronas. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Corona. Corona liquid. Corona liquid. Just got to keep it going. All right, gotta, here we go. Got to support Corona in these hard times. Yep. It yep. is very hard. It's very hard. It's modern misconception. But here we go. This one's titled Goodbye, Paradise. <clears throat> For as long as I can remember, this city has tormented me. A paradise to all outside of it. <laughs> I feel that. <laughs> <laughs> a paradise to all outside of it and a prison for all who inhabit it. I held a gun in my hand, my final pos- my final possession worthy of keeping. This city has taken everything from me. A member of the law, a beautiful family, a peaceful life that was more than anyone could ask for. Taken. The noisy clubs and the neon lights deafen and blind everyone from the rotten core I've dealt with day in and day out. You talking about something? <laughs> I'm just trying to read it like this guy's gonna he's written it. He's so bitter, yeah. (laughs) He sounds like me like a year ago. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) The red lights hide the blood on my hands. Sirens wail in the distance. No matter how no matter how steaming hot this night got, this rooftop filled with bodies felt cooler than the deepest crypt. And all yeah, I can do is a writer. This this is yeah. the first writer we've come yeah. across. <laughs> yeah, well, he's just going in. Yeah, he's actually. I can read it like to death. Like I yes, can... this yeah. is a good guy. We like this guy. All I could do was sit there by the concrete ledge, facing the doorway, holding the stairs, waiting for the shadows to dance men- manically, or manically before me as I bite on my shoulder. Felt like a blowtorch, breath down my neck. Wait, felt like a blowtorch breath down my neck or breathes down my neck. Breathe down your neck. Yes. <laughs> a song. I saw, I saw others get bit. A song will start. Yeah. <laughs> the crazy gonna, metal song. I'm going to put that in there for that. I saw the others get bit. I saw my family get bit. I saw what they, I saw what they turned into. It was hard to fight off the call of sleep coursing through my veins from the wound the only thing the only thing in the only thing in me keeping it at bay was the adrenaline rush every time i felt the kick of the gun or the crunch of their bones against my hands and feet in those sweet precious moments i felt alive their death <laughs> their destruction my second heartbeat Oof. this guy's insane yet no matter how many i killed they kept coming kept finding me they smelled the trail of blood, mine and theirs. The most vile things imaginable. Forcing me to do what's right until I don't know what's right anymore. An incentive to seek them out and blow their brains out. Blow any brain out to the end of madness. <laughs> Checking the magazine, a lonely brass shell. This guy's met my gr- Yes. <laughs> Checking the magazine, a lonely brass shell. Met my hopeful greeting. Shoving it in with a huff. I hear a snarl that echoed in my mind all night. They are coming. I am going. My family is waiting for me. Aiming under my own chin, I pulled the trigger. I didn't hear the blessed screamed of a barrel. Instead, I heard the same voice that haunted my dreams. Reboot, reboot, wait. (laughs) Rebooting obedience program, deleting memory cache. Please stand by. What? He was, he, was, a he, was in the, he was in the Matrix the whole time? 
I think so. What? Is this is that is rebooting obedience program, deleting memory cache. Please stand by. So was he is that from the Matrix? I don't even know. I think he was saying that he's he was a computer or he's a robot. He was a robot hired to kill. You know what I mean? Yeah, and like every day, or he's just a human, and every day is restarted, and they mm-hmm. delete his memories. Like the that edge of was That was good. That was a pretty good one. What was he? What was he killing? Just everybody? I I don't know. Let's. I think it, he didn't really. He just described it as like a terrible creature, and it's, I'm pretty sure it's zombies because as they bit him, or it could be. I think it's very symbolic. That one symbolic of like the government. Fighting you with like putting a, something into you, something I don't know. That one can go deeper. That's what I'm uh, saying. Like this, there there could be a couple. That was a good. That was a good right. I agree. I was actually intrigued. Like, what the, what the where is this going? I know. Hold on, I'm trying to. Maybe we should start writing these. Yeah, we should. I'm trying to get this one. There it is. Ready? This one. This one's a pretty long one. Let's. I'm gonna. We're gonna start this one. And if it doesn't go well, we'll just. It'll stop it. Because this one's called my special ability. Oh yes. All right. By Gen- gentleman spooky, right. underscore spooky. <clears throat> one more drink. Cheers, boys. I hope he's got superpowers or something like that. Yep. Here we go. I have sort of mobility, if you will. That's what most accurate word I can use to describe it. I know what you're thinking. Is it some sort of superpower or anything like that? Yeah. I'm simply able to view small glimpses into the future. Always several days before they happen. These glimpses usually take forms of dreams that only last for a few seconds, don't contain very many details. Sometimes, if I'm very tired or bored, I'll have one of these glimpses even when I'm awake. I that start to zone. To me. <laughs> exactly. I start to zone out, get lost in my thoughts, and then I see it, if only very briefly. For example, a few days ago, I had one of these quote-unquote episodes, as I've grown to call them. I went to bed and sometimes throughout the night I could see a hazy image in my head for a few seconds. This was a large group of people sitting around a table outside. The people appeared to be eating a meal together. Right before the image faded away I recognized some of the faces around the table as those of my family members and saw a large cake in the center of the table. Then I woke up the next morning. My mother told me later that that the later that day that her side of her family was coming over in a few days to have a small birthday party for my grandmother. Sure enough, a few days later, my family came over to our house. We moved a large picnic table from the garage to the backyard in order to enjoy sunshine and fresh air while we ate my grandmother's birthday dinner together. My mom even baked a large cake for my grandmother for the whole family to share. We sang happy birthday to her, ate together, and had a very good time. During the birthday party, I thought about the dream I had a few days earlier and how the entire afternoon had basically affirmed what I saw. Let's see what happens. This is just one of the many examples that sums up my ability I possess. I never talked about it much with anyone else now until now. This is me. I think that I think I have the same thing. Yes. Moments <laughs> like seriously, I have like this sounds exactly like what happens to me where like I'll have dreams or like just thoughts that kind of connect with stuff later on. Synchronicities. Yeah, like I'll I'll I want to let you finish too, but I everything that this is saying like sounds just like what happens to me. It's not like I can tell the future, but it's just like I've had them too, and I was just like, talking to Emily today, and she said the same exact thing. It's weird. Yeah, but you got kind of just see a glimpse of the future, and it's just like, or you see it like Pete always says in his dreams. You'll see something and it'll kind of happen, you know? Yeah. Sort of like, I don't know if it's a Mandela effect. I don't know. But. Yeah, go on. All right, I'll continue. All right. I've, I've never talked about it with anyone else till now. 
because I never felt the need to in the past. The entire process is difficult to explain with words, so I always assumed nobody else would understand. Essentially, I kept it to myself and accepted it as a normal part of my life. It has been occurring for a long time, as long as I can remember. Also, all of the glimpses into the future thus far have been positive in some way, shape, or form. I've seen school graduation, marriages, job raises, ETC, etc., whatever, always a few days before they happen. I never felt the need to bring up something that, in my mind, does not know harm. Well, that all changed when I went to bed last night and saw something I shouldn't have. Here we go. Okay. Saw his death or something. Uh, that's what I think. That's a good. That's a good hypothesis, Pete. Honestly, because that's what yeah, I was thinking. His death. What? Well, it just reminds me of that movie from that uh, has Denzel Washington. Denzel Washington in it, where he uh, can see the future. Uh, like a machine, though. What the heck is it called? Hmm. I have not seen that. I I'm blanking. I feel like I have, I, I have a phone on me. I, it's got Denzel. It's probably good. Yeah. What was it called? We'll we'll find it later. I haven't seen a single it's bad certain... Denzel Washington movie. Me either. I love Equalizer. It's it's so good. What was that movie called? I don't know why I'm blanking on it. It's okay, Pete. All right, here we go. It started like any any other of my episodes. I fell asleep as usual and saw another image in my head sometime during the night. This time, however, was different. I remember seeing a vast landscape that was devoid of any sort of life or vibrancy. The wind in the area appeared to be very strong and was scattering a large amount of dust and debris into the sky. It took a pale orange color. The sky took a pale orange color. There were also large amounts of char- charred rubble on the ground as if the entire area fell victim to a large fire. Then I woke up. This dream was unlike any that I've ever experienced before. In fact, I was downright confused and troubled. I decided to justify it by distracting myself for the rest of the day and convincing myself that whatever happened in the dream must be a positive in some way. After all, my ability have never failed me in the past. I didn't want to worry for the rest of the day and upset myself. I was sure to find out in several days. Later in the evening, my father came home from work with an interesting look on his face. He works at a meteorologist for a local weather station. Over dinner, he explained to me and my mother that there have been national rumors spreading about a large meteor that is scheduled to enter the atmosphere's orbit over the next several days. He said that national scientists currently expect the chances of impact of our planet to be less than 0.1%, but still hope to gather live coverage of the event for pre- precaution. My mother looked very interested and loudly exclaimed that she would all watch it together. The conversation eventually changed topics throughout dinner, and after we finished eating, I went to my room. I sat on my bed and took a glance at my dad's globe, resting on the top of my school desk. I picked up one of my shoes off the floor and threw it at the globe. It fell off the desk and onto the floor with a loud thud. I looked out of my bedroom window at our garden in the backyard. The flowers were in full bloom and the colors were so beautiful. At the moment, I realized that how much I took their appearance for granted over the years. I sighed, swallowed hard, and laid down on my bed. Somewhere within my mind, I had the feeling that the percentage my dad mentioned earlier might turn out to be much higher. Yeah, oh, my God. I, I just don't think that was even like. <laughs> oh, that was the end? Yes. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I don't. It was going really good. I, I was about to be like, this is good, but if that was the end, what the. There's, there's even a narration to it. Oh, no. Wait, oh, there, there's somebody. There's the audio narration? Yes. Say, Alexa, order Bad Dragon Dildo online. Yeah. Press send. <laughs> Denzel Washington. There we go. Oh, you're trying to think of the <laughs> Denzel movie. Holy fuck. I'm st- I-, I know it. I know it's something. Where is it? Okay. I'm I got one. It before I even see it. All right. I have one more to end us off for the day. And this is yeah, just the start of spook, spooky October. Deja vu. That was it. Deja, Deja vu. Come on. Okay. Come on. We all knew that one. Yeah, that one. Yeah. Deja You've vu. You've seen Deja vu, right, James? Yeah, 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 yeah. 
That I don't was know a, why. I don't know why I didn't think of that. When we, uh, that's such a good movie. Yeah. He's yeah. trying to save his family I, and stuff, and like yeah, are millennials. It. <laughs> it was right there. It tipped my tongue. I just couldn't couldn't get it. But, uh, but before we get to the end, uh, uh, we sh- I, I should mention that uh, it's 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 Fortnite Fortnite Mania lately. We've been yeah. playing a lot of Fortnite. We've been streaming a lot of Fortnite. We got we want everybody on the team. We want everybody. They they're doing these uh concerts in this the new free play mode. I don't know when was the last time you played Fortnite was, but Anderson oh, wow. Pac did one. Oh, and it was a virtual concert, and it was honestly I had one of the best times <laughs> of 2020. I know that's not saying much because 2020 sucks, but it really like. It felt enough like a concert that it took me, it took me to that mind mind space, and I want to start doing that with people. That's awesome. We could do that. It was just it was just like the one day, that one one day on Fortnite. I thought it was happening. You say? Yeah. This. Yeah. Exactly. They do it live. So he's yeah. live, and he's literally like, "What's up, Fortnite? Like, how's everybody feeling out there?" Like it's it's it was it's awesome. Perfect. It's crazy. It was awesome, and you yeah. can run around with your friends and shoot them with like paint guns and stuff. And and what's your Twitch handle over there? Twitch.tv slash Sharnif S H A R N I F F. Hell yeah! It's spelled phonetically, but you know Sharnif is just not a a word that anybody's heard before. Yeah. All right, we're gonna finish this last one. And we're going to close this out, boys. This one. You heard that drop. Somebody just I, somebody just fall I, off? I fell off and I broke my leg. Life alert. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <clears throat> this one. <sighs> Frozen in fear. And folks, before I start this one, I want people to email us modernmisconceptionspodcast at gmail.com with your creepypastas, with your scary stories. And like we said, we're going to try to do this like every week throughout October so we can get people at the last one actually who want to be on the show. You can come in and join us and we'll definitely have a good one from Emily Thoreau that will be coming closer to Halloween. But I just want to put that out there. Modern Misconceptions podcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Facebook at Modern Misconceptions. And let's close this one out with Frozen in Fear. You ready, guys? I'm fearful. I was asleep. I began to feel cold. Something was touching my shoulder, trying to wake me up. Sheer fear was keeping my eyes closed. I couldn't move. The only thought crossed my mind was I was having sleep paralysis nightmare. Uh Uh-uh. I knew I was going to see something that wasn't there. Stupidly, I finally opened my eyes to the darkness and sounds of my room. I still couldn't move, but I could peer through the room thought I had seen shadows. Never thought anything of them. I began to close my eyes when I saw feet at the edge of my bed. I started looking up to the torso. It looked like a woman, shrouded in darkness with piercing dark gray eyes. Yeah. I screamed. <laughs> that was a like, cat. That sounded like I was just about to say that sounded like sprinkle. <laughs> but nothing helped it was complete (laughs) silence (laughs) there was a figure scared me there that was the most i've been scared through this whole thing (laughs) (laughs) the figure swayed side to side and began to lean down there was no head on her shoulders i could hear whispers oh gosh where's my head where's my head where's my head screamed the figure (laughs) The voice woke me up in a deep sweat. Oh, I'm sweating. My nerves didn't allow me to fall back asleep. Every time I closed my eyes, I could fall into the same state of paralysis. I decided to get up and just make a coffee. (laughs) My friend was downstairs on a chair watching TV. I talked to her about my dream. Most people still don't understand how sleep paralysis works. So basically, my dream went in one ear and <laughs> out the oh, other. Going to a nerd. It's not a nerd. Oh, so cool. What was that? <laughs> Just reading it. How it's written. <laughs> I went on with my day. But that shadow's figure still lingered in my head. I was too illuminated to fall back asleep. But the coffee was finally wearing off. And my body was getting weak. 
I must have only slept an hour my body became frozen again. I was awake but still asleep. The room was completely quiet. I opened my eyes up to a complete darkness. I heard breathing in my ear. Then the whispers. Where's my head? Where's my fucking head? Blasted in my ear. I finally grew the strength to jump out of bed. Fear and adrenaline filled my body. I opened my bedside dresser and grabbed my safe. <laughs> I'm sorry. I thought she was going to say she grabbed the head that she had the whole time. She grabbed my safe. I ran down I ran down the stairs through the, through the backyard. I emptied the safe into a bundle of sticks and charcoal. I lit the match and watched it burn. I should be the last. That should be the last of this bitch, I said to myself. I walked into the I walked into the shed and grabbed my huge ham, hedge hammer. Wait, sorry. I walked into my shed and grabbed my hedge trimmer. Sledgehammer. It was a hedge trimmer. Head slammer. Hedge trimmer. I walked inside to see my friend laying on her side watching TV. I pulled her chair off, decapitated her. It what? took a while. <laughs> it took a while because that came right. That came in so smooth. I know. It took a while because Gosh. my blades were dull. I had to lean her back down between the blades and stepped and jumped on the handle. Eventually, her head popped off <laughs> because a bit caused a bit more blood and bone chips than I intended. You didn't think I, that there'd be blood. I know. Listen, <laughs> bone. She said bone, bone chips. Bone yeah, she, she thought there was more blood and bone chips than she bone intended chips. there would be. All right. Cool ranch bone chips. There we go. <laughs> I, I, put, I put her head in a new safe. Much cleaner than the last. I was too tired to burn the, to burn the body. I'll just get it in the morning. I finally slept peacefully. But as well as anyone knows Peaceful, about sleep paralysis, it'll come back. I'll just need a new remedy soon. I'll find one soon. <laughs> So she didn't try. Uh, she didn't try marijuana. I meant that was <laughs> that was the first thought in my head. That's but, that's, what, that's what most people do when they're having. She a, go, they, she's gonna go and decapitate random friends' heads that sleep over, put it in her safe, and then that's how she'd be able to sleep. That's kind of like the peacefully, peacefully, exactly. It's kind of <laughs> like Fight Club, I guess. He just like he just like can't sleep, so he goes insane. Like two alter personalities. Oh shit! Spo- spoiler alert. Oh my gosh, that movie's been out for ages. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone knows that. Spoilers for Fight Club the movie. All right, boys, were you scared? I don't think so. A couple of them were okay. Let's see. What's the actual scariest one? I mean, I'm pretty sure the scariest one probably had to be. It probably had to be the, I don't know. Hold <laughs> on. I'm going to figure it out. Because there was one that had, it, it was good. It, it was goodbye paradise. The city has tormented me. Paradise called outside the prison. That It, it was well written. That was, that was like that was, a, that was like a black mirror. Yes. Type one. That's why it's cool. That's why black mirror, I think lately has been, the show to actually scare me because it's so prevalent in today's society. society yeah there's no there's no month it's not monsters it's not ghosts it's real issues that are need to be addressed yeah and that, that are threatening to take over you're right and that's what like we should we need to get more content for the next one because honestly like i want to see people write in emails i want to actually find and dig deeper on content because I would like to get more of like black mirrorish stuff. And we'll get as we get closer to Halloween, they'll get scarier and scarier. We just wanted to kick off the episode <laughs> that we're back. Modern Misconceptions back, episode four. Mm-hmm. And we're gonna name it Creepy Pizza. <laughs> I was uh I was scared yeah. by the Mr. Clean. Mr. You were scared <laughs> by the Mr. Clean. That, that is a pretty – that gets you, man. Yeah. But Mr. Clean is always there for us. We got to remember that, folks. It's 2020. It's 2020 in a, in the middle of a pandemic. Mr. Clean is there for us. And we're not even plugged. We're not we're not in sponsor to get him. We're not sponsored sponsor oh, for this. We're trying to, though. So, Mr. Yeah. Clean, if you're hearing this, please send us an email. We can we can get in touch. We'll make you a oh, great deal. There's a, there's, there's a bald man in my closet. 
It's okay. It's okay. Pete! Stop inviting bald men to hang out in your closet then. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, I had a good time. What about you, James? Yes. And thank you, Peter Casey, Petrone, Pistol Peter, Weeder. Anytime. It's been a it's been a spooktacular uh, night. I agree. And Pete, thanks for joining us at Modern Misconceptions. You're our first special guest. Sweet. Let's James, round of applause. Yeah. All right. All right, we're gonna end it there, folks. Uh stay safe, stay healthy, and get spooky. Register to vote, yeah. Okay. (laughs) All right. Well, signing out from the East Coast Studios, I'm Jay Link. You can find me at Instagram, J underscore Link 727. And the West Coast Studios with the one and only James Patterson. And we'll uh, we'll see you guys real soon. Stay spooky, friends.